We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Shevsky takes flight as SGA plays through the contact, banks it into the foul. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Silva. I'm joined by my co-host, Jacob Niffin. What's up? What's up, man? We are here to talk about the Thunder's uh, win tonight in the preseason over the Denver Nuggets. They won 108-99. to This is their third preseason game. And we'll be meeting the Denver Nuggets again tomorrow night, actually. So, uh, yeah, super excited to host this one. It's my first one hosting for the Uncontested. Uh, pumped about that. Um, and again, uh, we are the we're proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And the official podcast of SI Thunder, which hey. I also write for. Pretty there cool. you go. little plug for you. little plug. We also, Silva, before we dive into this game, the uncontested hosting a Thunder watch party. This com- Not this coming Friday, but a week from this Friday, the second game of the season, Friday, October 22nd, Thunder versus the Houston Rockets, 7 p.m. We're going to be at Prairie Ale House, in Automobile Alley, downtown OKC. It is going to be a blast. Your first beer is on us. We're going to buy your first beer for you. Right next door. It, it's If you've never been to Prairie, number one, you should go. Make your first time if you haven't been on the 22nd. Come hang with us. But if you've never been, it's like in a, in a building that has like multiple other shops in it. And right next door is Magasin Table, which is a Vietnamese restaurant. They're going to be open that night serving food. They're going to have wings and fries, a special for the uncontested watch party. They're going to have all kinds of stuff. So come out, get some food, get a free beer. We've got uncontested stickers. We're going to have a giveaway at halftime. We're going to give away some shirts, some hats, that kind of stuff. So come hang, have a good night with us. It's a Friday night. It's the second game of the season. It's against the Rockets, so we'll get to see Giddy versus Jalen Green. It's going to be a blast. Get you some beer, get you some food, get you some uncontested swag. Can't wait. It's going to be a blast. So make sure you guys hit it on your calendars. Punch it in now. Come hang with us as we watch the OKC Thunder take on the Houston Rockets again, October 22nd at Prairie Ale House in downtown OKC 
at 7 p.m. That's awesome. The stickers. Oh, the stickers. This, I cannot wait for you guys They're to nice. see the stickers. They're so nice. It's it's such a benefit that we... I mean, Justin is awesome at podcasting. Yes. But the stuff that that man creates for us, for our brand... God, so he, good. He just taking us to a complete... What a pro. Another level. I know, man. What a pro. All right. He's incredible. So... Yeah. The Thunder won a game, Silva. I know. Isn't that... Doesn't that feel good? You know, everyone was so down about that Milwaukee game. And now after watching tonight, I'm like, why? Why can't they win 30 games this season? Why not? I hope we don't. But why <laughs> couldn't they? Uh, no, this team is. So let, let's just let's start with the first half. I'd like to focus on that first. And then uh, I can just get some of your general thoughts on players that uh, you thought stood out, which it seemed like there was a, a rotating carousel of players standing out throughout this game. This team plays smart pretty fluid basketball it doesn't matter who has the ball in their hand uh if and really as long as one of shea or giddy or uh honestly lou dort was making super smart passes basically made super smart passes tonight i felt good about the offense which is not something i thought i'd be saying that often this season did you feel the same way yeah definitely and i think one big thing about the offensive production tonight our third preseason game, same four starters, Shea, Dort, Bays, and Giddy. But then the rotating door at center tonight, Derek Favors getting his first action. Only played in the first half, 15 minutes. But it felt like every time he put up a shot, Silva, it was money. Every He's time. Got, like, he had like a little mid-range floater. He had a couple little mid-range like pull-up Jays. Um, it, it looked nice. He ends the night with uh, 10 points. Five rebounds, uh, two turnovers was a zero in the plus minus. But I, I thought he looked very good offensively for the Thunder, which is not what I was expecting from Derek Favors, but it was it was a welcome sight. No, I, I didn't really expect much from him at all offensively, but it was cash every time he caught it, mm-hmm. except for the end of the half where he uh, put up a three and it just kind of bricked off the left side of the basket. But aside from that, really good. Um, let's and that uh, three felt a little, a little rushed and like, uh, F it. We're at the end of the half. I'm going to put something up yeah. type of shot, you know? Yeah. Derek favors heat check. Maybe, uh, highlight <laughs> a couple of highlights, uh, of the first half, uh, player wise, uh, Darius Baisley, uh, which, you know, big year for him coming up. He's going to be eligible for a contract extension here pretty soon. Uh, Darius Baisley finished with 16 points on the night and 14 of those came in the first half. What did you see from Baisley tonight that you maybe haven't seen in the first two games? Yeah, I thought he looked more assertive, more aggressive. The jump shot, I thought, looked nice. Five of eight from three. Or sorry, five of eight from the field. Two of three from three tonight. Mm -hmm. I like that efficiency. Four of seven from the free throw line. You do not like that percentage. You want to see that number go up. But I like the seven attempts. The seven attempts means that he was aggressive. Um, Obviously, Bays had the play of the night. He went underneath the basket and like almost like Hakeem the Dream shake on Nikola Jokic and went up and under the other side of the rim. Uh, very nice little play. He just, he looked like he settled in more. He looked more confident. And I like that he was very assertive with that three point shot. And it looked way smoother tonight. Looked way better. The, the one three he missed actually was the one three I saw where he didn't quite get his balance right off of his release. And I mean, the rest of them looked great. And he ended up being a plus 14 on the night. Plus minus doesn't mean a ton, but uh, in in limited time, it, it says I think it says a lot that he scored 
just two points in the second half, uh, got 27 minutes on the night, which was one of the highest on the team and still had a plus 14. So he was making his impact known outside of that. Um, Lou Dort, scorer. I, so I need to look up, go ahead and tell the people Lou Dort's stat line and yeah. and whatnot. Why I look up a stat real quick, because this is great podcasting. You just talk while I look. Sure. Uh, Lou Dort tied for second in scoring uh, tonight with 14. Um, three of four from three classic Dort line these days, uh, three of four from the free throw line, uh, four of seven from two, uh, 26 minutes to assist a steal had three personal fouls, but, uh, yeah, played a lot of minutes. He looked super good offensively. And a concern that we've had with Dort is finishing at the rim. Uh, I remember him plowing right into, uh, Jokic and, and hanging in the air for an extra second or so. Now that he can he can do that more easily ever since losing that weight, I think. And I think that's showing in his uh in his two point field goal percentage. Yeah, and he had some good passes tonight as well that I liked a lot. I like to see from him. Uh here's the stat per Joe Masado of the Oklahoman. Uh Lou Dort, 10 of 16 from three this preseason. Now, Lou started last season crazy hot from three, and then it it tapered off and it fell off a cliff. And uh it was really just a uh, get back to the averages, right? But 10 of 16, like the shot looks smooth. He is very confident. Like at what point do we stop doubting that it's an outlier and just accept that Lou Dort's a shooter? Maybe when the team is getting more on the upswing as from a record standpoint, I think a lot of yeah. us Thunder fans are damaged by our previous th- quote unquote three and D players that we had in our two spot uh, for a long time, you know, that is true. Cephalosha, Robertson and so on and so on and so on. Uh, Lou Dort is proving so far that he has confidence from behind the arc that those guys did not have though. Yeah. Lou Dort is like the absolute opposite of Terrence Ferguson. The dude (laughs) is not afraid of the moment. He is not afraid to shoot the ball. He's, and I tweeted it tonight. He just plays so damn hard. Like he hit a three and then at the other end, like, dug down into the paint and then had like a super hard closeout on a three-point shooter. And I'm like, Lou, it's October 13th. It's game three of the preseason. Like pump the brakes, my guy. Yeah. He plays so hard. It's so, I don't know, palpable with him. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a blast to watch him play. And if that offense is really taking a a turn and he's becoming a good three-point shooter, He's a really, really, really good NBA, not just an NBA player, but an NBA starter. He's going to make a lot of money. I think he's going to make quite a bit of money. Uh, and it's going to be well-deserved if he keeps doing this. Like, it's totally going to be well-deserved. I also think he sets a great example for all the guys that are younger than him. It, with him, like you said, playing that hard all the time, getting back on defense. Um, if I was like Trey Mann or someone like that, and I saw Dort going that hard all the time, I'd want to play that hard too, I think. Yeah, it, it's a style of leadership, right? It's mm-hmm. just the idea of leading by example, uh, doing something to make other people follow in your wake. It's it's good stuff by Lou. So yeah, I thought Lou had another great game. Lou has had a great preseason as far as I am concerned. And hey, that man's going to get paid, Silva. Yeah, he definitely I, is. Yeah, he is going to get paid. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Now, uh, I, I touched on the Trey Mann comparison there. I'm going to just tee you up here and let you talk about uh, what Trey Mann showed us um, in the first half. And you can go on to the second, too, because he kind of kept going after what he showed in the first. Yeah, so 5 of 10 from the field for Trey, 12 points, only 1 of 4 from 3. I don't know about you. I felt like tonight was the first time that Trey looked comfortable. Yes. Uh, he he didn't look tight. He didn't look nervous. It just looked like he just went out there and hooped tonight. And mm-hmm. you could see that in the way he played. He was much more comfortable having the ball in his hand. Uh, he is very slithery, very um, uh, shifty with the ball. He had that shot at the end of the game where he like was was going back and forth, got his defender kind of on state skates and stepped back to shoot a three and it rimmed out. If that would have went in, I would have become a man possessed. <laughs> like it's it was he just he looks more comfortable. And if he can put it all together and if he can and shoot the ball like he is, he had a lot of like really nice like little mid-range floaters and stuff tonight and getting to the basket. That's just it's really encouraging to see. He's got an upward climb, but he very much has the vibe of like just a bucket getter, just a guy mm-hmm. that can come in and just fill it up at any given point in time. And that's really exciting. How many guys have we honestly seen like that on the Thunder um, from his position be that ex- like exciting off the dribble since, you know, our, our title contending days? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to. There hasn't been a ceiling. lot like that. Like, I don't know. The the way he plays a little bit and just the, the confidence, especially that he showed tonight, especially in the shot taking and the shot making a little bit of a skinny Dion waiters. Yeah. I was going to say like skinny Dion, like rookie Harden, not comparing ceilings, obviously, but yeah, just um, the style of play. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. definitely see that. Super exciting off the dribble. I'm excited to see what else he, what else he does. 
Um, any other highlights in the first half specifically that you wanted to talk about? And there's a lot more. Um, I want to talk about Shea. We'll get to him in the second half. We'll definitely yep. get to Giddy when we talk about the second half as well. Cool. Um, so yeah, th- those are the only two I can really think of. Uh, Roby, I thought played really well again tonight as well. 14 points, only four of 10 from three mm-hmm. or four of 10 from the field, two of four from three. Uh, just does a little bit of everything, Isaiah Roby. Yeah, kept the defense honest too. He pump faked a lot of threes, uh, and it, it did end up taking four, made two of them. I feel like that's not something we saw a ton of from him last season. So maybe he's trying to expand his range a little bit. That would definitely help him uh, get more yeah, playing time. With I felt team. like there was a lot of Thunder players tonight that would have open threes and would kind of head fake and drive off them instead. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, you probably should have just taken the open shot. Yeah. Um, but it's preseason. They have time to to figure things out. I don't know if you saw that stat today, Silva, but as far as percentage of shots coming from three in the preseason so far, Thunder number one in the NBA. Really? It was like 56% of the Thunder's threes or something like that. I like that. Uh, 56% of the Thunder's field goal attempts come from three. Hmm. And when I look at the Thunder roster, I don't necessarily see like a good three-point shooting team, but it starts, you you get to that point, I think, by building confidence in your mm-hmm. teammates. Um, and that's kind of what we saw with like the early Golden State days. Like those guys just believed in each other. It took a bunch of them, like what, what we're doing now. And at yeah. some point, some of these guys are going to be consistent from that range. Exactly. And, uh, and shooting so many threes forces closeouts, which opens up the ability for guys like Shea to drive to the basket and make something happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to have a ton of space this season with him being like the main uh, engine on offense there. So he'll need that space for sure. Okay, we can uh, we can turn the page to the second half. You want to talk about Giddy? Yeah, let's start with Giddy. All we right. got to get to Shea. We got to get to Shea. But let's we start do. with Giddy. Yep. So, Drinking effing ball. Dude, he's so he's so good. He's so good. Uh, it's showing stuff that I just didn't realize he had. The, the step back turnaround. Yeah, um, that's baseline, the one that got like, me. Oh my There's God. two that, plays tonight that really got me for Giddy. Number one, that step back. And number two, a couple of possessions before that where he got down in the paint and kind of turned around and posted and then whipped a lefty pass to a cutting Gabby deck. Yeah. Those two plays. Like, you watch Giddy play, and he was like this in the NBL as well. This guy just, he just has a confidence about him. He has a, Silva, for lack of a better term, and I'm not going to say the full phrase on here, but he's just a mother effer. Yeah. That's yeah. that. I don't know how else to explain it. He's just a mother effer. This mm-hmm. dude doesn't care. Like he, whenever he's out there, he is in control. He's, it looks like he's talking a little bit of trash. Great. He thinks he's the best player on the court. And that is exactly what you want from your 19 year old. Who's just out there trying to show that he de- deserves to be there. That's what you want out of a guy you take at, at six. Like we haven't mm-hmm. taken a guy that high in a long time. And, you know, some of us were skeptical of, of quote unquote, like reaching for Josh Giddy, but he's showing the confidence you want uh, from a guy like that, from a, a ceiling standpoint. He's so good. He, the offense just flows a lot better when he's out there. Um, you know, he, he is a better passer, pure passer than Shea at this point. Shea, mm-hmm. I did see Trey, Shea try some like flashy passes tonight, but Giddy just sees everything all the time he reads the game and he makes the right pass almost every time now tonight he did have four turnovers yes uh which was very high for him i don't think he had a turnover up to this point uh he ended with 14 points on six of 10 shooting can't Mm -hmm. ask for more than that no uh six rebounds three assists should have been a lot more 
Mm-hmm. He just he reads the game so 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 well. It's such high level IQ for him. It's crazy. In 2026, Silva, Giddy will still be eligible to be on those 25 under 25 rankings. In 2026. I wonder how high he will be at that point. He's got got six years until he's 25 years old. Mm -hmm. He's got five years until he's the age that Shea Gilders Alexander is right now. And he's already so confident in himself. Like he just knows who he is as a basketball player. The there's so much room for this kid to grow and get better, like both physically and like basketball wise to grow. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just, it's really, really exciting. I cannot wait. I think you're going to see him develop over the course of the NBA season. Uh, Just like with Poku and with Teo last year, what you're seeing right now is not what you're going to see come February and March. It's going to be a different player. (laughs) I did tweet tonight one thing that drives me nuts is watching Teo initiate offense with Giddy sitting on the wing. Yeah. I said doing that is a HIPAA violation. <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed to happen. No. Yeah. Just, Te- everything looks so much more natural and so much more fluid whenever Giddy is initiating. I agree. I totally. And he makes people like Teo stand out more. It makes the bad parts of Teo stand out more. If like, if that scenario you just described is happening. Mm-hmm. You can see the difference between a playmaker like Teo and Giddy, where Teo can make the right pass, but not one that leads to any real opportunity. Like mm-hmm. he'll drive yeah. into the lane and then he's immediately just doing a little Yui in the middle of the lane and coming back out. Like, Teo stuff is very standard, mundane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he plays a, I, I've said this before, he plays a very conservative style of basketball. Yes. Right. It's funny, Giddy, uh, Giddy is willing to push the envelope, and that's what you want. That's that's what you have to let great players do. You mm-hmm. have to let them work through the problems and just try shit. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Giddy does, and I love it. And he, he was uh, one of the highest uh, plus minuses on the team. I think he was, uh, yeah, plus 16, the highest. Mm-hmm. Highest on the team, plus 16. Second highest. Well, he's tied in a three-way tie for second highest scoring. He, Roby, and Dort all had 14 um, Dort obviously the most efficient at four of seven, but Giddy six of ten mm-hmm. uh, from from the field is nice. One of two from three. The first three kind of rattled in and out. The second one he caught it wide open and just let it rip. Uh, just didn't even care, and and splashed it through. And and that's encouraging to see. That's what you want from him. Yeah, we know we know that's a knack on him is three point shooting. Uh, but he's taking smart threes. And he's not afraid to take them either. So that's that's what you want at this point. You know, you can increase the volume slowly as he gets more confident in his in his outside shot. But he's not just giving them up and not taking them. He's making the opponent mm-hmm. still respect him on the court. Exactly. We got to uh, talk about Shea. Yes, we got to talk about Shea. Uh, Shea didn't have a great scoring night. He was three of eight uh, from the field, one of five from three, only two of four from the free throw line, nine points, three rebounds, four assists. But I thought he played really in control again tonight. And some of the finishes at the basket and the blow-bys, it just smooth as butter. Mm-hmm. This it's is gonna so be a nice season. to see. This is going to be a season for him where like, he is an established young star in the NBA at this point. And all of his opponents know that. And he's going to be the main focus of the offense. And sometimes you see this with the young players where if they become the center of attention for the opposing defense, their shooting numbers go down. They don't offer as much. 
it, that's when you get into the you know bad uh, empty stats, empty calories uh, mm-hmm. conversation. But it seems like Shea, having played under Chris Paul, has already kind of figured out how to use that gravity to affect the rest of his team and still contribute. Uh, like he still managed to be a plus 14, picked up three rebounds, four assists, like you said, two blocks tied for the uh, most on the team. Yeah. Um, doing good stuff out there. Yeah. A couple of the passes, especially like the no-look pocket pass to Isaiah Roby in the third quarter, mm-hmm. just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Shade had a lot of driving to the basket, collapsing the defense, getting three or four defenders in the paint, and then finding shooters constantly. Mm-hmm. And he just he's like Chris Paul in the sense that he just makes the, the right basketball read yeah. every time. And it's encouraging to see he's not forcing stuff. Uh, he's not... Um, you know, trying to take a shot when there's not one there. He's being very smart with it. Um, he, I, I love that he's still taking step back threes. I'd like him to take more step back threes if we're being mm-hmm. honest. Um, and then getting to the basket, he's just, he's so smooth whenever he gets there. It's nearly impossible to block him because of the angles he can get to. Very encouraging stuff from Shea. Yeah, and uh, we can talk about uh, one of our comments from Matt Clarkson now and move on to the another player I wanted to talk about for a, a brief period. Uh, Matt Clarkson in our chat says, when do we start to panic about Poku? So just to go over his line really quickly, finished, uh, played 20 minutes, finished with two points, one of seven from the field, uh, five rebounds and assists, two blocks, and two fouls, uh, minus three overall. What do you think? The two blocks Poku were very point? loud. They were super loud. They were awesome blocks. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the first one, the kind of like the chase down was way more impressive than the second one, the the standing still block on Jokic. Mm-hmm. Two very impressive blocks. Um, shot just wasn't going in. Like he'll find the stroke eventually. I'm not too mm-hmm. worried about that. He's the same age as Giddy, I think, uh, just a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, I'm not panicking about Poku. Do I wish I was seeing more from him? Yes. Uh, I think he will play off the bench this year, uh, probably get about 20 minutes a game. But st- the, the goal here is still incremental growth, right? Yeah. And uh, hopefully he can continue to grow and he can con- continue to get where we hope he can get to. Um, the confidence definitely is still there. Some of the passing is there. I felt like he drove to the basket a little more tonight, which I yeah, liked. He did. Uh, I'd like to see him do that more. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously not a great showing from him. But it's nothing to like freak out about right no. now. If he ends the season and we don't still don't see any growth from him from now to the end of the season, then I'm really concerned. But it's it's definitely the long game with Poku and a, a few crappy preseason games shouldn't dictate. I think how you feel about him. Yeah, the shot quality was there. Uh, like he was, he, like you said, he was driving to the rim. If he's kind of learning how to use his full length, like he's extending, he's taking two long strides, extending all the way. He's just barely missing at the rim. He missed several super close shots. He missed a couple of really close, uh, like mid, like mid range shots that were open. And those shots are gonna fall. I, I'm not gonna panic until I don't know a year or so from now. If I start to see his confidence wane, because that's that's the big thing with Poku. Like he's such a high ceiling, low floor player. And I think what's going to get him to that high ceiling is by sustaining his confidence for a long time. And I'm, I am afraid of that. Um, I don't think it's going to happen with with our player development program, though. At least uh, it's not time to panic just yet. Totally agree. Totally agree. 
I'm trying to catch Absolutely. up on some of the the post game comments mm-hmm. from tonight. Um, Giddy, or sorry, not Giddy, Baisley with some praise of Mark Dagnalt. Uh, apparently, Giddy hyping up all of his teammates. Just good stuff to see. Um, yeah, not a whole lot to take away from there. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, 19 minutes from JRE tonight. I kind of liked what I saw from him. Made a couple of nice passes. Josh said something specific about JRE in his post-game availability tonight, just that he understands and he sees the floor so well. Yeah. Um, and again, that fits the mold of the type of player that the Thunder are targeting, right? Mm-hmm. High IQ guys who can make the right read every time down the court, who are unselfish. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's to a T the type of player they are trying to acquire right now, which is interesting. Yeah. So. Anything more on this game tonight, Silva, before we run it back in less than 24 hours? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we kind of touched on the concerns with Teo, him just doing Yeah, Teo played 17 the- minutes, and I have absolutely zero to say about Teo. No. Um, my my man, uh, Ty Jerome, gets the DNP CD tonight. Um, mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> He'll get those minutes, I'm sure. It's just a... Uh, maybe they're just trying to keep his legs fresh. You know, he's going to get a lot of run in the regular season. Our guy, Mama Dia, Diakite, yeah. uh, out with a fractured hip. Yeah, that's which unfortunate. sounds incredibly painful. Sounds very painful. I think that means he's going to get cut. He's not going to get that last yeah. roster spot, which yeah. sucks. I was kind of hoping they would cut Gabby Deck. Mm. <laughs> that yeah, sounds rude, keep... but like... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Gabby hey, let... Deck is very Teo Maladoni to me. Yeah, let Gabby Deck run free on the Clippers or something. Yeah, or, you know, just back in Europe. Or back in Europe, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Do we have anything else before we uh, before we get out here, Silva? Mm, I don't think so. I think we got it all. I think we yeah. covered it all. Who's the starting center in the next game? Jerry? Roby? Tomorrow, I don't know, but opening night, I think favors. I think you're right. I think favors starts for this mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Is that I fair? That. I think so. Awesome. Okay. Well, as we get out of here, as you start pumping that outro music, one more time before Silva leads you guys out, I just want to remind you once more, Friday, October 22nd, 7 p.m., Thunder vs. Houston. Come hang out at the uncontested watch party at Prairie Ale Works, downtown OKC. Free beer, great food, Thunder stickers, giveaway. It's going to be a blast. Come hang with us. Don't miss the free beer, Perry. Great beer. Okay. Hey, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening um, and tagging along with my first uh, hosting opportunity. 